waiting to be invited to something is one of the most uncomfortable feelings that exists. For yeah. Humans. When they go like, <laughs> hey, we'll discuss this, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after Philly's funniest. You're like, oh, or no, we'll revisit when they use the word revisit. revisit you're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even just like watching people talk about like, oh, people are like, you know, when people are going to go get ice cream or something or like something, you just you're just like watching them. You try to like watch harder to make them feel it. <laughs> yeah. They'll invite you to come. Yeah. 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 Let me have some. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the hardest looking that I think I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Ice cream. I try to look away. Like if I want to be invited so bad, I'm like, I can't. I can't. You're like, aloof. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, I, want, I try to. I need people to feel it. <laughs> Sydney, we all have seen your eyes. They feel it when you're looking at them. <laughs> yeah. I, I always want to be invited. <laughs> but I want to be like, oh, me? Oh, yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even think about it. But sure, if you invite me, I'll come. For me, it's like when they go, oh, do you want to come? I'm like, I fucking thought you were going to ask. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Way to leave me sweating on that one, dude. Uh, yeah, but I can't make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I think we're ready. Oh, do, do you have some invitation stories? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you get invited pretty easily? I don't know if I do or not. Do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, almost 90% of the time, I want to go. I, yeah. I'm a single, no no kids, no girlfriend. What else am I going to do, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, how many times can I watched all of Netflix? I watched all of HBO. <laughs> I covered all the things. You should get a T-shirt that says, "I have no girlfriend, no kids. Yeah. Please invite me. <laughs> please, please. I want to come. I'm fine with third wheel. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Ask uh, me anywhere. <laughs> all right, now we're ready to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we're ready to start. To Jack Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, thank you. Welcome to you and thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to the world champ Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Brian Fennell. Hey. What the Brian Fennell. It feels feels nice to be the Brian Fennell. You are. I know. I am. But you don't hear it said that way a lot. I think people need to say Say stuff like that. I don't feel like we we um, introduced each other big enough in society. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Bigger introductions is. I don't think I could ever pull off giving somebody a big introduction just because my like general skill, personality. Right? Yeah. yeah, to like be able to yeah. introduce people and make them feel cool and special and like. Yeah, I yeah, got, yeah. I got an introduction the other day at a comedy show, and she goes. Oh, our next comedian is a really good friend of mine. He's really funny. I love seeing him every time I get a chance. Give it up for Sydney Gannett. <laughs> <laughs> As she read it off the paper. Oh, somebody like, smudged the handwriting on yeah. this. Such good friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've done that a bunch of times. You ever do that? Like introduce somebody at a comedy show and like as you're going through their plugs you forget their name <laughs> so you just start hyping them up even more to buy your mind time to remember it you're like and they're so funny and hilarious and they got a great handshake and you're just throwing out as much <laughs> bullshit as you can and then you're like oh steve byrne that's yeah. who it was and he's so cool about it if you ever forget his uh, name yeah he's, like, <laughs> he's totally gonna tip me after the weekend yeah 
So, oh, speaking of names, uh, I'll announce this before we get on. Uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, Two Jack Bros is going to be undergoing a name change. Mm. Going to have Give it all a good new introductions. Branding. Branding. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 Come do it all oh, at we're once. Not, oh, we're okay. not going to do it all at we're once. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want anybody to steal the name ahead of time. No. And then it'd be hard for us to to get it get together. It back, yeah. yeah, but it's coming. A name change that goes with the show mm-hmm, finally, mm-hmm. and then people don't have to be like, "What is that?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, coming up. And anyway, we're gonna get into this. Uh, Brian Fennell, you've been here before. Yes. You know how this goes. You know the whole entire premise of this podcast is to prove. I do now. The first time I was not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how we like it. <laughs> I almost want you to forget. <laughs> I didn't. I even brought it up with my neighbor today. The neighbor was like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're going to do a podcast. She reads tarot cards. I'm like, they do tarot card stuff. And they try to shock my chakras. And she's like. That sounds interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very she's interesting. like a poet that does tarot card stuff all the time. She's like, oh, that's great. I'm like, yeah, yeah we're trying to keep it light and fun. And by the way, the tarot cards happen on the Patreon. And it has been happening on the Patreon ever since we've been doing this Two Jack Rose format. Yeah. Sorry we haven't told you, but now you know. Oh, yeah, did I, I just that. fucking let the cat out No, of we need to be promoting this stuff yeah, so people you're right. know exactly what they're getting when they pay their $1 a month for our Patreon. Well, they don't even know what your new name's going to be yet. Ooh, so much <laughs> mystery. <laughs> So many mystery. secrets being revealed yeah. and kept at the same time. It's the secret bro show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you're unfamiliar with this podcast, the whole premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have any type of sense of humor and still possibly reach enlightenment or a higher consciousness, depending on how you describe it. What we do is we take our guest, who today is you, the Brian Fennell, yes. and we take you through the process of enlightenment so that our listeners and watchers can watch and listen you get to that level and hopefully maybe even take them up a notch mm-hmm. by laughing at your situations. <laughs> oh, there's plenty to laugh at. Yeah, let's get these situations in. So, uh, Brian, just like the last uh, podcast, we always start off with the icebreaker question. Ace, let's get it. So, Brian, what happened after you left the last podcast? I don't remember. Like that day? (laughs) (laughs) Or just, you know, like... In your life. Yeah. Were you impacted from the podcast? Did did the pod... Like, was there anything different? Was there a pep in your step? Did you... Was there any change from doing the last episode? Possibly. It's been a while. There's been a lot of changes. Like, even this week, I've had two new jobs. (laughs) Moving soon. I've had a girlfriend since then. I've broken up with a girlfriend since then. Uh, I love hearing that. <laughs> this is the first part of the second part. Yeah. <laughs> so I like the I like the second part best. Um, I don't know if much has changed. I feel like comedy wise, yeah, things have changed a little bit. I'm doing more time. Went on the road with you. That was cool. Oh, that was so fun. That was so much fun. Those scooters. Actually, that's what changed. <laughs> I have a newfound love for electric scooters, dude. See, they yeah. Are that's awesome. I knew something changed. <laughs> <laughs> My hairline is thinned. That happened. Mm. Mm. That's wind in the scooter will do that yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to slow down on those scooters, man. Yeah. Good Lord. All right. Well, I mean, that's good enough. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot. Yeah. He's, I don't know, and then listed a thousand things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, so we'll, we'll take that. I guess the last episode wasn't as impactful as we would have wanted it to be. <laughs> you know, we wanted it to be more memorable than it was. Sorry. It was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But this one, you'll remember this. This one. 
You'll this remember is the this one. one. So we're going to get right into popping open these chakras mm-hmm. right now. The first chakra, as you know, Brian, is located in, it's called the root chakra. It's located in the butthole. We already got your consent for the last episode, so technically <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> I think you need to sign a new contract. Like, it's like a lease thing, right? <laughs> yeah, we're leasing your butthole. <laughs> we, for we, life? Yeah, yeah. Sydney yeah, said yeah, he doesn't yeah. need a new contract. Yeah. <laughs> auto renewing. Yeah, it's yeah, an auto renewed lease for that butthole. Mm-hmm. All right, Ansley, get that ass. <laughs> okay. It's just like a month to month thing. <laughs> nah, it's a butt to butt thing. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Brian, what's your favorite BS? BS. Mm-hmm. Like bullshit? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite bullshit. Hmm. Like bullshit I do to people? Like a bullshit lie? What, what, what do you mean? BS? Either way. Either they're doing it to you or you're doing it to them. What's your I favorite bullshit to be part of? My favorite bullshit to be part of is if I have any kind of injury, <laughs> like a scar, if somebody sees a Band-Aid on me and they ask what it is, just make something up. <laughs> it is the funnest. You have the capability of saying whatever you want in that moment. Hmm. And you should. You should take the chance. Nobody wants to say, like, I'm clumsy, clumsy with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, got into a dog fight. I don't know. I was like, broke up a chicken fight. I don't yeah. What is, the, uh, what is your most memorable fake scar story? Hmm. Or what, what is your favorite fake scar story? I was a, uh, I was a fireman and I hurt my knee. Mm-hmm. On a training, but it was on training, so it wasn't very heroic. Wait, 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 wait! But what were you training? Was it a I heroic was, training? It was heroic training. It was actually training to teach me to go. I was just a part of a special team that when a fireman got injured, I was the I was the guy that go to make save up their story. Fi- I was the guy that <laughs> saved firemen. So that was we oh, trained like sick. very strategically how to get into tight places, how to get out of tight spaces, what to do in in that kind of a. Uh, situation. I would imagine that saving a fireman goes something along the lines of, "You good, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And then he's like, "Kind of, but also not." Yeah, <laughs> it must be much worse than that. Yeah. Uh, so I was training for that, and I blew my knee out. And then when I was at the hospital, I was still in like my uniform. Mm. And the one nurse was like, "Oh, she was like a cute nurse." She's like, "What happened?" I was like, "Ah." You know, I was at a fire. <laughs> Just immediately, it was like, yeah, it was a da 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 da. And then uh, my girlfriend, or my parents came to pick me up because I was single at the time. They were like, Dude, you almost lied about having a girlfriend yeah. in that lie story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love lying. It's so much fun. It's the most imagination you can have has been a lie. That is fair. So you your know? parents came to pick you up? Yeah, and my dad was like, I can't believe you hurt yourself at training. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, God damn it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. All right, that's not bad. Lying yeah. about your injuries? That yeah. was fun. Yeah. yeah. That does sound fun. It is fun. I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I've, I maybe one time injured myself at jujitsu, but every injury that I've had since doing jujitsu has had nothing to do with, it's been like, you know, like walking down the steps and there was no one more step than I thought it was or one less step than I thought it was. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's a fun thing to do. Also, lying about being late, that's the best. My dog is always the reason I'm late. Mm. Even if he's not the reason I'm late. (laughs) Sorry, the dog just wouldn't take a shit in time. (laughs) 
People mm. love dogs. They're always understanding of it. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 I get it. Mine takes time, too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, people are also very, if you if it's a shit situation, no matter what the shit situation is, people yeah. are like, oh, Ooh, it's well, coming from you had to do happening. what you had to do. <laughs> it could be like, there was a guy shitting in the middle of the road, blocked up traffic, and they'd be like, ah, you know, oh, gotta go man, when you gotta go. You can't go around him. You gotta see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So far, so good. That is definitely a root chakra popped. Yes. Ace, let's go. All right, we are now to the sacral chakra. Uh, Brian, when or why have you felt the most lost? We just got done doing Brian's Patreon episode, and boy, boy, was it a good one. My arms are tired. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you get to find out his post-apocalyptic plan. (laughs) For $1, it's kind of a steal. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It really is. And um, yeah, $1. Get you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to the podcast that you're watching right now, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, until we have the new name change and we'll call it something else. But we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. <laughs> Whether she wins or loses, we put it out there. And also be sure to check out Brian's show on uh, July 13th at Jester Castle. It was 2102... Market was it Market Street? Yeah, it's on Market. Yeah, twenty one oh two Market Street, and July thirteenth, July twentieth, and then he has six shows in August. It's going to be a good time, and uh, yeah. So now we're going to get back to this episode and find out when or why Brian felt the most lost. Ooh, when and why have I felt the most lost? Um. Maybe after my father dying, probably. Mm. Uh, the why is because my father died. He's <laughs> 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 a pretty big role model in my life. Uh, yeah, he, he passed away as I was like kind of venturing into a new, uh, new part of my life. Yeah. It all kind of fell into the same place. What, and the, what was the new part of your life that you were I was in? starting a new job. I was moving. It was just another step into adulthood. <laughs> Wait, just like now? Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of like now. Yeah. Mom. So yeah. my mom better not pass away. <laughs> she actually had surgery this week. She's fine now. Okay, good. Good. Good to hear. What a jarring phone call that was, though. She called me Sunday, and she was like, oh, just so you know, like, since I don't have, I, didn't, I don't have a spouse anymore i had to put you as like a next of kit like Ooh, yeah. emergency contact and i was yeah. like well who else she's like you're third on the list and i was like well who is in front of me <laughs> yeah she's like your brother then your aunt and then you and i was like yeah they won't call you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, they better not yeah <laughs> all right and then i had to call her back the next day because i was like also what do you want me to do yeah <laughs> like, yeah i need to know i need to be able to say the line like no mom didn't want this is what she would have wanted yeah i yeah. need to yeah. know that for sure it'd be funny if she would have called you back and was like okay you're now fifth on the list <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you didn't know already <laughs> i'm bumping you down past the dog i'm like damn it <laughs> yeah as soon as that dog shits tell him he's third on the list <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you, you're you're starting a new job, you're you're moving, you're doing all that stuff. You're and your dad was a huge role model in your life. He mm-hmm. passes away, and then what is that lost feeling? Uh, there was just no fatherly advice at the time. Mm. Not that I ever asked him for advice. He was more of a guy that can. We were very much alike, so we can always 
kind of hone in on when I was kind of off and he would just call me on my shit. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have anybody to call me on my shit because I'm always like an unorganized disaster at times, yeah. especially when I'm moving or starting a new job. <laughs> times when you want to be organized, yeah. <laughs> he would be like, get your fucking head out. I just, that's really all I needed from him would be like, get your head out of your ass and I would have been fine. Yeah. But I didn't have that for the first time in my life. So I was, uh, felt lost. Mm. Yeah. How did you manage that? Like, how did you feel? How did you get to a point where you were unlost? Uh, mushrooms. <laughs> I feel like, no, I Hell mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mushrooms were definitely a big help, but I just kind of worked through it and think I had a very, I still do have a very good support system amongst friends and everybody looked out for me as they always do. And I got through it and came out the other end. Nice. Nice. I do want to also add that I don't think, I think every dad gives advice. I don't think any dad has ever been asked for advice. Yeah. <laughs> no, not from their sons anyway. No, God, no. 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 There was never a time where I was like, dad, what should I do? Like, I always see, like you see on TV where the guy's like, dad, there's this girl I like. I would be like terrified to even mention it. Like, dad, what should I do? <laughs> What should I do about this girl I like? Yeah, first of all, he'd be like, stop Shut being up. gay about yeah. it. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, maybe go suck a dick, homo. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are so weird. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it does, Finn, doesn't happen. Finn's never going to ask you for advice? He hasn't yet. No? <laughs> no. Oh. He's, he, I, what I hear... Like when you tell me the things that he tells you and like the types of advice that he asks of you, yeah, I'm just like I can't wait to just unsolicitedly give him advice on oh, this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think dads um, love that. Yeah, it's the best. Even my first like fist fight, my dad just popped out of nowhere and was just unsolicited <laughs> advice. He was like, "Hit him back, forget about the pain." I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> it's like, also, where did you come from? We're a block away from the house. <laughs> Your dad, you have like a radar where you're like. My son's about to. <laughs> my son's about to fight. <laughs> Here's a little secret dad uh, information that, if, especially if you have, a, if a, if your dad has a son, when the son gets in the car with the dad, as soon as the car starts moving, in the oh, dad's head he's like, dude. "Got him, <laughs> got him." Yeah, dude. Oh, there's been so many advices in it. There's been times where I was just. My dad would just catch me off guard and be like, we're going, come on, get in the van, we're going somewhere. I'm like, all right. And then it would just be like locked into the van for an hour <laughs> so he could just unload on me. Yeah. I didn't, wait, dad, the child lock yeah. works on the passenger door? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought we were going to grandma's. We were fucking in the Poconos now. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing better than road advice from a dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So also, uh, that is a sacral chakra popped wide open. Father passed away, felt lost, ate mushrooms, got his head out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is That's actually the secret getting your head out of your ass is a, a little fungus. You got to eat your way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you eat, eat your, your way, way out. out of your ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <what> it, <laughs> <laughs> this is a very ass heavy episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What is your, uh, do you have any advice that you ever got from your dad that pops up in your mind uh, pretty often? Mm. <laughs> forget about the pain and just swing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be one of them yeah for sure that's that good dad get your that fucking head out of your ass yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. good good dad yeah. advice yeah. good dad advice yeah. yeah dad advice only comes in so many words 
It's yeah. like it's not a long thing. It's like boom, boom, boom. All right, you're off. Yeah, there's always a task involved. It's always like you have to like endure something. Yeah. 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 So, but that's good. Sacral chakra pops wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are to the solar plexus. So, Brian, what's a time that you let somebody have it? Have it? Yeah. Like fucking like went off on somebody? Yeah. Ooh. Can I see that gesture for having yeah. it again? <laughs> okay. You want me to let you have it? Yeah. <laughs> you guys scared? And she's telling you she's going to fist your ass. Again, yeah. very <laughs> the butt-heavy episode. Um, <laughs> let somebody have it. Hmm. You also were like a cartoon barbershop owner who was like upset about the kids outside of his own. I think oh. I definitely let That's because I'm Seinfeld when I let people have it. <laughs> like, ah. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Um, What's the deal with lawns? <laughs> okay. so, I Brian. feel like my, uh, my let somebody have it moments are always very like just me repeating that famous advice my father gave me when I just see my friend doing something stupid. But like, yo, get your head out of your ass. Yeah. That's... Generally, how I let them have it, mm. or just like you know, get your shit together. You're fucking, you're fucking up. Mm. Yeah, is that, is that fucking up typically something that has something to do with you, or you, you're witnessing them fucking up in their uh, own life, isolated? I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm witnessing them fuck up themselves in a mm. in a negative way. There's nothing I hate more than watching somebody, a friend of mine, any friend of mine that I believe to be talented fuck up that talent especially if i believe them to be more talented than me yeah where i'm like dude you have like it's like fucking get your head out of your ass or get the fuck out of my way you know what i mean or keep your head in the ass and you will be out of my way yeah yeah fair (laughs) yeah but that's good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. somebody i mean as you know that's a very necessary feature in life having somebody around to be like get your head out of your ass yeah that's why I have her. <laughs> That's one of the first things she told me when we met. So yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. You'd never I be able to pull we'll off that haircut together. if your head was in your ass. Dude, this is the cut to have. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had a bald man the other day look at me and go, you go, oh, nigga got a box. <laughs> and I, Damn, and I said to him, I was, I was just like, there's never been a time in my life that I've been envious of not being able to say the N-word until that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, God, I was like, what would you do if you had hair? <laughs> That's a lot of pressure to put on something. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Maybe a mohawk. I don't know, man. Yeah. Get your head out of your ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a box, too. <laughs> Probably have hair, too. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, you let somebody have it, telling people, giving giving that old you're passing down paternal advice. Yeah, I don't yeah. have kids, so I have to just pass it on to my idiot friends. Yeah, legacy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get your head out of your ass. All right, Ace. Yeah, keep it moving. We are to the heart chakra, uh, Brian. What is your deepest heartbreak? Ooh, deepest heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe high school girlfriend? Maybe? No. It does hit you different in high school, though. Yeah. It does, man. Everything seems so yeah, important like to you. Yeah, it was so important. Yeah. I don't know. But I've been consistently single for a long time. And then when the 
breakups do happen. It's always generally me just fed up of how it not working. Mm. Mm. Uh, heartbreak. I don't know, man. That's a toughie. Probably a dog passing away. <laughs> it's, or, tough. you know, it might be, you know what? We can just bring it right back to my dad dying. That was a heartbreak for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, and then I guess we, we already have an idea how you moved through that. I'm curious yeah. about this high school girlfriend heartbreak, mm-hmm. though. To, not to say that, just, that was your deepest heartbreak. But yeah. Just, uh, well, you know, it's like it's high school, so everything seemed to matter the most. Mm-hmm. And this is at a time in my life where I was like, you know, convinced to the the logic of like, meet a person, you get, you you know, you get married, you buy a house, you have kids, like that controlled. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, okay, what na- what now? How mm. long were you guys together for? All of high school until after high school. Oh. I think we broke up when we were like, I was like 20, 21. Oh, wow. So from like freshman year till 21? Not freshman year, maybe yeah. sophomore year until like 21. That's still forever. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's like, a part of your life where you become and you have a new identity. At that yeah. Point. So it was just like, all right, what the fuck do I do now? Like, yeah, I guess I'll try comedy. <laughs> yeah. How did, how were you broken up with? Like, was it out of nowhere for you? It seemed out of nowhere. Um, I think she wanted things differently and we were both too young to have the communication skills Mm. of, you know, to Mm -hmm. work through that. And she wanted to go to Florida and I was like, they have a snake problem there. I'm not moving to a place (laughs) that has a problem with snakes. (laughs) (laughs) What a wild, there's invasive snakes everywhere in that. And they already have alligators like that are naturally there. Yeah. And now you're adding snakes. Like, that's wild to me. There's such a, so many invasive <laughs> reptiles in that place. I'm like, I don't trust these. There's snakes and meth. That's what Florida's. Yeah. Snakes, meth, and Disneyland is what Florida's known for. They also have hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes. Everything about, other than Disneyland, or they have Disney World, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Disney World. Yeah, other than Disney World, everything about Florida is and invasive. And Disney World itself has an alligator problem, so, like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Happiest place on earth until your kid gets eaten by an alligator. That's. Yeah, but. <sighs> When you're at Disney World, Peter Pan's there to protect you. I tell that to the family that lost their kid. They lost a kid. Somebody they, lost a kid was an, at Disney uh, World. Uh, like maybe five years ago, I want to say. I could be very wrong about the time, but there was an alligator that was in Disney World. One of the things and just snatched like a one-year-old. Uh, you sure it wasn't one of the Lost Boys? <laughs> <laughs> could be. He is now. Could be. Not funny. The joke about <laughs> he is lost a kid now. being eaten by an alligator. Yeah. But yeah, so snake problem. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just common sense. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, and then that was tough. Then you started comedy? Yeah. Well, I started doing a, um, I guess it was a predated podcast. It was considered a shoutcast show. So, li- live stream podcast in a sense mm-hmm. with my buddy. And we played. Um, but a lot of like live music we spent it was like MySpace days so we'd spend all day Sunday messaging the same message to bands we found on MySpace to send us the music mm. and then we could live stream that with through a link and we'd play that around the clock we just had music playing around the clock 
a lot of garage bands and then we do Monday through Thursday we did a show starting at nine o'clock to eleven o'clock where we would it was just like a podcast where we'd riff and have yeah. bands on and play do like music blocks and then we had like we'd call it the uh, stoner hour or at like ten thirty we'd put a music block on go smoke weed and come back and we would just it would just be a completely different show at that point <laughs> and then we did that for a while and then uh, he we stopped. And I was, that was a point in my life where it made me realize I was funny and I can be entertaining mm-hmm. past just like breaking my friend's balls. And I was like, and I wanted the feedback of being able to entertain. So then I signed up for an open mic and basically never looked back, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic because in the world of stand up comedy, I think there's a snake problem. <laughs> there is a snake problem. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I can't afford him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, We'll take that. Deepest heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Father passing. Possibly a dog. <laughs> possibly. Possibly a high school girlfriend. It's always <laughs> a dog at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right. Oh, that is a heart shock or popped. 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 Yes. I don't think you're supposed to have your heart pop. I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, not for diabetic reasons, but there <laughs> I think chakra reasons, I think you're safe. Okay, all right, yeah. cool. All right, we're to the throat chakra. Oh, you, I'm sorry. You were more comfortable having your butthole pop than your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> your dad oh, was right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's because I always had my head in my hands. Yeah, get it out of here. <laughs> hey, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we're to the throat chakra. Oh, so, that sounds gay. <laughs> Brian, tell us about a time that you've been manipulated. Been manipulated. Maybe my last girlfriend, I would say. Mm. I think I was manipulated by her. Uh, I feel like I was used as a rebound in that relationship, and I called it early on. Mm-hmm. And she said that wasn't the case, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the case. Nobody gets out of a long-term relationship and just hops into another one unless it's being used to soothe a scar. Yeah, And I was accurate. Because it didn't last. Because at the end of the day, she was like, I'm not over my ex. I'm like, I fucking told you. Did she get back with her ex? No, but the last day of our relationship, well, like the beginning of to the end was she had spent all day crying about her ex. And I was like, I told you. Wait, she with you? Like she was in Basically your Basically upset all day. And I was like, well, what's going on? She was like, I just miss him. And I was like. Ew. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. Also, I'm so much better than him. I am a great boyfriend. Go fuck yourself. That is a yeah. wild thing. Were you yeah. just like, okay, see you later then? Like, yeah, I was like, when I was also, I was very, I was kind of upset because I was like, I wasn't kind of upset. I was very upset at the fact that I was like, this was, this happened before a big uh, like bump in my comedy career. I'd gotten to finally move up to feature for a whole weekend. It was the first time featuring mm-hmm. at Helium for the weekend. Like I had done one nighters here and there, but I was like, it was like looking forward to celebrating this mm. with my partner. And then she's all of sad. a sudden you made the whole weekend about you. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go have fun. And she's like, well, I'm going to come. I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> no, you <laughs> are not coming. You don't. Cause I'm going to be a maniac now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, that that is like even if she didn't say anything, 
like her being in the audience for that would be a heckler. Yeah, it was just knowing you're there. It's like I am definitely doing all my material about being single. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then so. I just wonder how she thought that was going to go in her head. Like if she thought you were going to be like, there, there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, that was like, I was like, what do you, I mean, she's like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm being, I'm like, well, yeah, you are being shitty. So yeah. I don't know what you want from me. Or she wanted you to be like, do you want me to call him for you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want me to be him? Yeah. yeah. I'll talk some sense into him. There's I guess. no way I could be him. He owned, he had a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> so why were you better? <laughs> uh, this is Jen. I never hit her, so there was that. That's good. Yeah. He hit her. She said there was some abusive shit. Um, she wait, missed it. Yeah, well, hold on. How much money did he have? Oh, he owned. He was a developed property developer in Philadelphia. He was during Philadelphia while yeah. Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not abuse. He's just spirited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like one of the one of the, the races, they built it? a van and drove across country during COVID. And I was like, she was like, I want to travel more. I'm like, it's not happening with me, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be booked somewhere to drive there. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the best I could do is Poconos for the weekend. What do you say? Dude, you should have hit her. <laughs> That's clearly what she's into. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 You feel good about this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's, I, I, I feel like I should have taken the other side and like talk sense into you guys, but I, I don't like her right now either. So. You want yeah. to hit her? Yeah. You want him yeah. to hit her? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I hope somewhere this she's is... being hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how, was, was there much of a, like how many times did you attempt to get out of the relationship and she, she kind of talked herself back into it or... Uh, there were two other times before that where she would get weird and I was like, you're being weird. What's going on? She's like, I don't know if this is right. And I was like, all right, well then it's not right. Mm. I'm going to walk away because I'm not going to play this game. And I called this before we were even actively dating. It was mm. like, like the second date. I was like, ah, you should go out and find some, this is not. Mm hmm. And she was like, you know, we'd do that, and a couple of days would go by, and she'd call me because I rule yeah. as a boyfriend. <laughs> she'd call me and be like, "I miss you," and I'd be like, "All right, we'll try this again." And then that last one, I was like, "I can't even." And at this point, I had told my friends like the other two times, so like, there's no way I can go back a fourth time, like yeah. a third time, and you guys not be like, "You're a fucking." It's like I have to either break up with you or my friends. Yeah, I was like, and they're cooler. They're so much because they drink. They have a good time. She didn't drink. She was sober, stone sober. Wait, she was sober and was in a relationship where she was getting hit. Yeah, dude, wild. (laughs) Wild. Yeah. Oh my god. Like very like active AA sober. Okay, so did she was did she drink when she was in that last relationship? Nope. She was like eight years sober. I think she, when she got in that relationship, she was probably five years into being sober. Okay, so he could have been knocking sense into her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But did he, If whether or not, you know, was he also sober? Uh, no, she's, I think he smoked weed. Okay. He was like a pothead, which is like the worst way to. She got hit <laughs> by a pothead? I know. Yeah, that's how. He must be very frustrating. Yeah. Now I definitely want to know what she did to get hit. She's sober. He's a pothead. Here's the thing. There were a couple times in our relationship where she would like apologize to me about something she did later. Like she'd be like, 
I'm sorry, I was being a, like passive aggressive mean to you. And I was like, well, I must be an idiot because I didn't even notice. So <laughs> she's like, yeah, it was a real cunty thing for me to say. And I was like, say what? What did you say? Oh, I just roll. I'm like, oh, she, oh, part of it was like, I had to be like, you know, how mean comedians are to one another. I don't think you're ever going to be that mean to me. Yeah. Like, I love my friends and we are awful to one another. She said, I'm sorry. I just noticed you were smoking weed. So I thought I was going to get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That skunky smells a trigger. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. She sounds hard to be around. Yeah. In hindsight, sometimes I, I like looking back on it now. I think I was just lonely at the time. Mm hmm. And it was just like trying to find a void. So it was like, oh, I love this person wants to be around me. I love her. But I, I don't think that was ever the case. Mm. Yeah. So I might be guil- as guilty as she was in manipulating a situation. Okay. Double manipulation. Yeah. yeah. Double yeah. down, dude. Double manipulation. That's a great game show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is a throat chakra popped. Yes. Awesome. And even though we were making jokes about it, I have to say, I'm very glad you didn't hit her. Yeah. <laughs> I've never hit any a woman ever. Right? Well, there's still yeah. time. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah, I, I think you'll get money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are to the third eye chakra. So, Brian, what's your favorite thing to get jealous over? Ooh. Or about? Favorite thing to get jealous over? Hmm. Money. (laughs) 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 Who has it and why? (laughs) Yeah, probably money. I'm like, wait, how the fuck do you have that kind of money? Yeah. Or when somebody has a really nice car, which sounds so lame, but I'm like, I'm a car person, Mm -hmm. and mine's sitting out front with a lot of front end damage right now, and I'm like, Mm. how do you have? You don't even know how to work on the car. I can do all this myself, and my car looks like shit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever? Oh. Uh, this, I'm sure this probably gets under your skin too, you, like people with nice cars who don't have money. Yeah, uh, it drives me nuts when I see somebody buy a car that I know they can't afford. Like they could, they, they probably afford payments and the insurance, but I'm like, you're never gonna be able to pay for the service on that. Like you're probably spread so thin, just on the car payments alone. Mm-hmm. Like an oil change is gonna be a problem for you. <laughs> And they don't realize it until they need to get the oil change. They're like, dude, it's fucking $300 for the oil change. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's $150,000 BMW. Like, what did you want? I didn't oil even know that. Yeah, they scale yeah. up. I didn't even know that. No. Yeah, there's. I always thought they were whatever an oil not, change is. Yeah. Some of those nicer <laughs> cars are not something you could just pull in your driveway and do yourself. Oh. Or like they'll need something as simple as like a headlight. Like yeah. My headlight got, you know, busted. How much is that? I'm like, this is a $1,500 headlight. And they're like, what? And I'm like, did you think it was going to, the parts are going to be cheaper because you spent over 50 grand for a car? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Wow. We don't even have enough money to know that having more money means you have to have more money. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Yikes. Wow. That's, uh, I guess we're fine with our yeah. CLDs. I wish I could have, <laughs> I wish I could have that level of ign- ignorance, maybe and have a nicer car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, a decent thing to get jealous about money. Yeah. yeah. It's probably yeah. the root of all jealousy. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You get a lot of stuff with money. So yeah. If you're yeah. Money does get you stuff mm-hmm. and that's pretty fucking cool. If, if, <laughs> if you absorbed a windfall today, let's say, um, 
three hundred thousand dollars. You get it today. Yeah. What are the first three things you're getting? Uh, a new car. That on the spot. What are you gonna get a BMW or are you getting a Honda? Uh, no, I might go like Subaru WRX. Okay. It's got to be the WRX or a or it end up being a lesbian, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lesbian car. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go car because. I like cars. And then next would be just a better place to live. Maybe. Mm. I don't know if I would buy. And I know people are probably like, why wouldn't you buy? But I was like, I'd probably be like, I was going to pay two years worth of rent right up front (laughs) and not have to worry about it. And then invest the rest of it. Okay. What are you investing in? I don't know. Uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> is that what the kids are doing now? We don't have enough money to know these answers, yeah. Brian. You're the Sorry, one with the three hundred thousand dollars. Bought all these NFL championship T-shirts in bulk. Turns out it was a losing team, so it's the resale value. Yeah, <laughs> you got to spend money to make money. Tell you what, I'm not doing. I'm not getting on a submarine to go check out the Titanic. Well, that'd be most of your money. Yeah, yeah it's most of my money. Yeah, it's most of your money and my life. So that's uh favorite thing to get jealous about. Definitely money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are feeling that one. Yeah. Especially watching idiots with no money have sick cars. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just sick anything. Idiots with no money have a lot of sick shit. <laughs> I know. Like when you see somebody who you know doesn't have money, but they have like a full sleeve of tattoos. It's like, yeah. mm. I know like, it's like a $400 session each time you sit down. How yeah. are you? Yeah. For me, I'm always like noticing how sharply dressed they are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Where I'm like, I I wore this T-shirt three times this week. Yeah, dude. I'm <laughs> like, never. Where are you getting the money for this? I don't think I, the most money I spend on clothes is probably on shoes. After that, it's like basic, plain T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get jealous of people who never have wrinkles in their clothes. I always have wrinkles in my clothes. I know. It's. I feel like it's a lifestyle to not have wrinkled clothes. And yeah. Like, it's like, where do you get the time to walk in closet? Iron, like, iron and fold. Yeah. I had a walk in closet. More Still wrinkles. wrinkles. <laughs> More wrinkles. <laughs> I thought that was the solution. Because instead of like, because you have all that closet space, instead of having a pile of clothes on your bed, it's just a pile of clothes on the floor ah, closet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a place to hide. It's more place. It's just a room to put clutter in. That's yeah. all that becomes. The door. Yeah. It's yeah. a pile hider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I like that. That is definitely a third eye chakra popped wide open. Mm-hmm. Money. Damn it. Root of all evil. Yeah. Ace, keep it moving. All right. We did it. We're at the crown chakra. Woo. So, Brian, what makes you feel most connected? Connected? Mm-hmm. Uh, Humor. Laughing with my friends, I think. Mm. I feel like if you have a good laugh with your friends, there's every time you have that laugh, you've become closer. Mm. Even if even making new connections, like uh, in dating, one of the things I if I people ask me for advice in dating, I always say, oh well, get a running joke with the person. You have something to revisit when you had those lulls in the conversation. Yeah. You know, you can. can who f- the fuck? Is asking you for dating advice. Oh, dude, all the worst <laughs> comics. All the worst people. I do great. I'm a good. I'm good at dating. It's the after part of dating. Mm. Do a lot of dating yeah. then. Right? I do. Yeah, I've been called. I think Del Calo once called me a serial dater because mm. I do date a whole bunch. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just that never, you know, it, maybe a month of hanging out with that person and then nothing. And then it's just like, ah, I find a reason to leave. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't a spoken typo and he didn't mean cereal eater? Uh, <laughs> you eat cereal, right? I love cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. eating, so I don't know. It could be. Yeah, that's why. I mean, so. Yeah, man. I, nobody's ever asked me for dating advice. Nobody asked you for dating advice? No. I get asked parenting advice, but mm-hmm. I feel like anybody can give that advice. Yeah. I don't feel like you even need kids to give parenting advice. Yeah. I don't know. Most maybe. People don't. Yeah, so. it's just for the most part, don't let them kill themselves. That's a good one. That's a good, solid advice. Yeah, I would give that advice, and I don't have kids. Like, hey, don't let that kid kill itself. You won't. You wouldn't <laughs> give that as dating advice, huh? You wouldn't give that as dating advice. You wouldn't be like, don't yeah, let her. Be kill a pretty herself. bad date if they killed themselves. I'd say yeah. that's a pretty number. That's also number one in dating. Don't let them kill themselves. But not you with your that, DNA near them, because yeah. then you become. Yeah, don't a let her A serial killer rather you. than a serial dater. Yeah. <laughs> However, having the story going forward of telling ladies that your last chick killed herself would get you so much pussy. Would it? Because they'd be like, how bad was that date? Oh, if she killed herself on the date. <laughs> on the <laughs> yeah, first yeah. date. Yeah, midway through the date, she cut herself with the butter knife at the table. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because they were like, ooh, he must have. You know, (laughs) however they fill in the blank in their own warped mind, I think that will get you a lot of pussy. You should try it. On your next date, tell her that your last date killed herself. Could end up being my new favorite BS. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See? Yeah. It's worth a try. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and that laughter, by the way, you were speaking about laughter. Yeah, I think that's a, that's the most that's a common way to have a connection. I feel like that's when I feel the most connected with my friends, mm-hmm. and when we're all playing poker and we're breaking each other's balls and laughing. Those are the funnest moments I have with my friends, is when we're all laughing. Yeah, it's a pretty good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's never you know it's never a sincere conversation between us. It's never, you know, yeah, it's me. It's one of us making fun of the other person's shirt, and we're all laughing together. Yeah, doing this podcast and having comedians come here as guests is the closest I get to having sincere conversations with yeah. comedians. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fun. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's like controlled sincerity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can block the sincerity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're making fun. We're like making jokes about like how hard it was for you to lose your father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Can't I> <laughs> It's not quite sincerity. It's something. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. But uh, for now, we did it. We did it. We did it. How do you feel? I don't know if anything. I don't feel anything popped. Oh. That I was don't know. Insulting. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Physically, I don't feel anything. I mean, am I supposed to feel energized or something? I don't know. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel all right. Do you feel any different than you felt when you came here? I'm a little warmer. It's kind of sweaty. Yes. <laughs> we warmed them up. Warmed up. <laughs> we yep. warmed yep. them up. Yeah. I'm into that. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to start saying that. Hey, you want to come do my podcast and get warm? <laughs> so warm we start in the room. butthole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really warm. And it just gets hot from there and it's going to warm you up. Nice. All right. Well, Thank you for doing this again. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're about to hop into the Patreon, by the way. That's $1 gets you all of our exclusive content, uh, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, but only for a little bit more because mm-hmm. we're about to have a new, the branding is about to change. I'm pumped. Yeah. I already feel, uh, to steal some uh, vocabulary from Fennell, I already feel energized mm-hmm. about the name change. Yes. You feel good about it? I feel good about it. I feel 